Hello there and welcome to the podcast, Biblical Question. We're excited that you've taken time out of your day to download our podcast and to listen to it. We certainly hope and pray that you would be edified and Christ would be glorified. To find out more information about us, we ask that you please go to our webpage at biblicalquestion.com, all one word, all lowercase, and there you can find out more information about us. We have a statement of faith, ways to support us, a prayer request page, contact page for your questions, your Bible questions, prayer requests. We also have a link there to our Facebook account, and please be sure to hit that like button and to follow us. So when we do release our podcast each week, you get an alert that we have released it. We have listeners from all around the world, and many are outside of the United States, where they have to travel to a, a internet cafe to download our podcast, and we are blessed and honored that you have done that. We also uh, get questions uh, a lot lately. Uh, how are we supported? And we are supported by listeners like you. We are not supported by any church groups at all, uh, no denomination or, or anything along those lines. And so if you'd like the podcast and you want to support it, we certainly ask that you pray for us. Uh, we certainly need that, and your financial consideration is always helpful. Nobody here makes a salary or a wage at all. Everything that we get goes to keep the webpage going and uh, pay for our server uh, fees and things to put the podcast out. So thank you for listening. I appreciate that. And so today we're going to talk about are we just spinning our wheels? Are we just spinning our wheels? And you have a Bible, I'd encourage you to follow along. You want to mark it to Romans chapter 5. Romans chapter 5, that would be great. And before we begin, I... You can turn with me to Ecclesiastes. Ecclesiastes chapter 1, verse 12 through 14 says, I the preacher have been king over Israel in Jerusalem, and I have applied my heart to seek and search out wisdom, all that is done under heaven. It is an unhappy business that God has given to the children of man to be busy with. I have seen everything that is done under the sun, and behold, all is vanity and striving after the wind. I am sure most of us have heard this term like, uh, you have to keep on, keep on, keep on, keeping on. Uh, personally, I've always wondered what the purpose of the, the rat, what rat race was. And, and when I hear this term, rat, rat race, bleh, Say that a hundred times real fast. I, I almost think of that poor little mouse that's forced on a, a wheel, and he runs as fast as he can, but he just gets nowhere. Yeah, he's simply just using up all of his energy. What about us? Uh, does this describe your lifestyle? Having no direction at all? Having no purpose? Do you think of yourself as, as having perseverance? Wetzer's Dictionary defines perseverance as a steady in a course of action, a purpose, especially in spite of difficulties, obstacles, or discouragement, maintaining a long-continued application. What does Scripture define as perseverance? Again, let's look here what 
Uh, the wisest man in the Bible says, Solomon, as he defines a, a worldly uh, perseverance. Ecclesiastes chapter 4. Again, Ecclesiastes chapter 4, starting in verse 4. I have seen that every laborer, every skill which is done is the result of rivalry between a man and his neighbor. This too is vanity and striving after the wind. The fool folds his hands and consumes his own flesh. One hand full of rest is better than two fists full of labor and striving after wind. So King Solomon, by his definition, that worldly perseverance as toil, that is like chasing after the wind. Worldly perseverance really is not uh, going to get us very far. Just like that poor rat on a wheel, we're just spending up all of our energy on worthless things. Chasing after uh, a good wind. And by the end of the day, chasing wind, what have you gained? Nothing. You've gained nothing but tired and you're wore out. More than likely, it's done nothing for your spiritual life either. Because you have chased the wind all day. And when you get home at night, uh, you're too tired to read your Bible or even have your evening prayer. And never mind about the family, the wife, the kids, or whatever. You just want to go to sleep. If this describes us, I, I hope that we would all stop and reflect on the purpose of our lives. You see, godly perseverance produces hope. In Romans chapter 15, Romans chapter 15, starting in verse 4, For whatever was written in the earlier times was written for our instruction so that through perseverance and encouragement of the scriptures, we might have hope. Now may the God who, who gives perseverance and encouragement grant to you to be the same mind with one another according to Christ Jesus. Verse 6. So that with one accord you may with one voice glorify God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, do you think it's important to read your scriptures? Most of us would say yes, if we are, really are a Christian, that you and I need to take the time that we give to chasing the wind, and perhaps we need to start giving it to God. And that's exactly what we need to do. I mean, this is what the Apostle Paul is encouraging us to do as well. Our encouragement needs to come from God through his divine word that we call the Bible. This way we can have the, this hope that we all desperately need in our spiritual lives. Even I need that every day. So that we can have this encouragement granted to us to, to have the same mindset as Christians with each other. I mean, Paul would also write here in Romans chapter 5, back a few ver uh, chapters, uh, Romans chapter 5, starting in verse 3. And not only this, but we also exult in our own tribulations, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance, and perseverance, proven character, and proven character, hope, 
And hope does not disappoint. Because the love of God has been poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. Godly perseverance, according to the Apostle Paul, helps us uh, build our character. Our character really is, is who we are. Once that is proven, we can gain hope. And Paul tells us also that uh, godly hope does not disappoint us. And why is that? And the answer is because of the love of God. It's that simple. That's why. The Holy Spirit has been given to us. He dwells within our hearts. And yet a lot of people are extreme with the Holy Spirit. They, they think 100%, 10,000% of this and none of that. And then we have other people so afraid to talk about the Holy Spirit. Uh, and we really need to be balanced in, in all of that. You see, the Holy Spirit has been given to us. There's an old song, it goes something along the lines, I know He lives, He lives within my heart. I mean, if you doubt that the Holy Spirit lives in your heart, in your life, you really need to stop it and reflect. You need prayer, you need to perhaps, you, perhaps you've just been toiling and working too long in the wind, and chasing the wind too long. Even if you proclaimed at one time you were a Christian, you, you said a prayer, and you were baptized, and you are all excited. Peter tells us that this is one of the promises from God, is to have the Holy Spirit. Again, things are not always easy for Christians. I mean, if you think being a Christian, even in the United States, is easy, I mean, it's really not. I know people from outside the U.S. don't really understand that or want to believe that. But there's always temptations. There's always suffering. People that uh, we work with may not be on your side. Maybe a teacher doesn't like uh, that you believe in God and try and figure out every way that that teacher can to destroy that. Um, it could be a fellow student. I mean, it can be anybody that would be discouraging uh, to you. And they're all around us. And more and more people want the government to be their God. And I think the government wants that, too. Be honest about it. Again, Paul told us here in verse 3 that tribulation brings on perseverance. So many times when tribulation comes around, we all want to run and hide from it. And I'm guilty of that. And we all want to cry and we want to complain. If you would just stop and ask ourselves, what can I do here and learn here from you, God, to be closer to you? We would, I know we would be much better off. I mean, here is James, and in James chapter 1, and this is what he is saying here in verse 12. Blessed is a man who perseveres under trial. For once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life which the Lord has promised to those who love him. You see, when you and I go through trials in our life, and we persevere under them, the Apostle James tells us that 
we will gain eternal life. I also get an indication here from James that God loves those who overcome those hard times. It is our way of showing God that we love Him, we trusted Him, and how important He really is in our life today. So are we chasing and wanting godly perseverance or worldly perseverance? I know which one I really want to have and which one I really truly need in my life because, one, I want the crown of life, but I also know as the older I get and I look back on my life, we've had, all of us have had struggles. Life on earth is not easy. And I don't care what country you live in, or what time frame you live in, life on earth is difficult. And without peace from God, it, it has to be ten times harder. In fact, I know it is. Uh, before I became a Christian, I look back and see how difficult life really was. So, I often wonder, when I hear poor souls that, that, that lead the church after countless years of serving, did they just get tired? they just simply give it all up? Perhaps after just lots of thought and process, they just simply come to a conclusion that it was no longer worth it. And when I hear this, it really breaks my heart. You know, I recall years ago at a, a church camp for the deaf, these young boys, they came up and they wanted to be baptized after uh, the services were winding down. And uh, they said they really wanted to be Christians. And they were very young. I'm talking 10, 11, 12 years old. And I'm glad that one of the older deaf men uh, kind of took over this conversation with them and said, look, I mean, he's in his 80s. Are you prepared to, to live a life for Christ for the next year? And they said, yes. And he kept going up. Finally, he says, how about the next 60 or 70 years? Because potentially they could live to be that long. And they kind of looked at each other and, you know, and they signed back and said, well, they didn't know. I mean, were they willing to be faithful to God? And that meant no cheating on tests at school. It meant not sneaking into girls' locker rooms or whatever. He had a whole bunch of stuff he kind of went through uh, with them that uh, young boys uh, could identify with. And a couple of them said, you know, I don't know. And, and kind of got up and walked back. Only one of them really stood and said, Yes, I really want that. You know, I, I know of a young man when I went through preaching school told me one time that, you know, people who, who did not grow up in the church and that came into the church much later and became Christians, they were really lucky. They, they were really blessed because... They were able to, to sleep around and have a good time, get drunk, and do all these things that he wanted to do, but knew he couldn't do as a Christian. And, you know, he didn't realize, because he was young, he was very young, he's in his very early 20s, 
that people who ha have tasted those things and done those things, you know, drinking and drugs and wild parties or whatever, want, you know, they like it. They did that because they liked it. And it doesn't mean that you can't stop because you can. But those will always be struggles in your life. You know, the devil will always use things in our life that we like that we know we're not supposed to do to tempt us and, and, and taunt us with that. You know, he was really only thinking of himself. And this young man, again, he had, in his early 20s, he has a long road in front of him. And as far as I know today, uh, he is still faithful. Will he go through trials? Yes, we all will go through trials. We're all going to have struggles. We're all going to have challenges. Are we going to remain faithful or are we going to, to do what God's Word asks us to do? And again, it takes somebody that has the, the, the willingness to listen to God and let God be in control. You think it's easy to overcome sin and temptation. It's not. It's really not. It, it, you have to have God. You have to be washed and cleansed in the blood of Christ. And then Satan will attack you even harder. I mean, listen here. James says in chapter 1, verse 2, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you're encountered by various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And let the endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. But if you, any of you, lacks wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all generously without reproach, and will be given to him. I mean, how many of us think a trial is a joyful experience? I mean, I'm going to be honest. I don't know that I enjoy them. Uh, especially in the middle of it, all you can do is see that problem in your face, that trial's right there in your face, and you can't seem to get around it on your own. And that's when you have to start realizing, hey, I've got to have God help me get through this storm in my life. You know, my mother has commented to me several times over the years that I must be a person of great patience, more than she's ever known anybody else. And I don't know necessarily that I have them. I just pray a lot. And I, I really have a lot of hope that God's going to take care of stuff. We are all commanded to, to persevere through various trials. We are encouraged, really, and commanded to persevere, to, to keep on that track with God. I mean, here is an example. The Apostle Paul, he writes here in 1 Timothy, at chapter 6, verse 11. But flee, in other words, run away from these things, you man of God, and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, perseverance, and gentleness. Recall that the young man I was telling you about. I mean, here is Paul. He's, he's warning in this text, clear enough. For all of us to understand, 
his directions as well. Wanting to seek out sin is not advisable. In fact, the warning is that we are to flee and run as fast as we can away from such actions. You know, there's this old uh, children's song, you know, careful little Pete where you walk, you know. Uh, we, we need to be careful where we walk. A man of God, a woman of God, does not seek out sin. But rather, uh, we seek out God and His needs towards godly activities. Those activities, again, are less than the last part of the verse that we just read. The one word that I've used over and over again in, in this podcast is perseverance. I mean, look here in 2 Thessalonians with me. 2 Thessalonians, and we'll wrap this up. Uh, chapter 1, verses 3 and 4. We ought to always give thanks to God for you. Brethren, as it was fitting because of your faith, is greatly encouraged and the love of each one of you towards one another is greater. Therefore, we encourage ourselves, speak proudly of you among the churches of God, for your perseverance in faith, in the midst of all your persecutions and afflictions which you endure. I don't know how much better it really could be said. Paul loves them for their perseverance and he loves them for their faith. They have gone through great persecution and affliction. And according to the apostle here, they've endured them all. I mean, what a great honor to have an apostle praise your congregation, your little church group, to tell other congregations and other people, hey, you know what? You need to follow their example because they're doing exactly what they're supposed to be doing according to the Word of God. Would, would the Apostle Paul tell others about the place that we worship? Or would he, he tell us that, hey, we, you need to get your act together? I've often heard it said that the closer you get to God, the harder the devil will tempt you. So are the temptations or trials due to our own being selfish or are they due to the fact that we're closer to God? I cannot answer that question for you. Only you can answer that question. If we're not being tempted and tried, it could be due to the simple fact that we're, we're not pursuing godliness. Perhaps we're just too busy chasing the wind. The world is, is running that rat race. And let us, me and you as Christians, let's not get caught up in that. Rather, let us fix our eyes on Jesus and run the race that he has marked out for us in his scripture. Great will be our reward in heaven if we do not give up. How great our rejoicing will be and it's my prayer that we all encourage each other with Paul's words as, as we proclaim him uh, to every man, teaching every man with all wisdom so that we may present every man and woman that we teach complete in Christ. And that's what Paul would say. 
in uh, and, and Colossians chapter 1, verse 29, For this purpose I also labor, striving according to his power, which mildly works within me. I certainly hope as you as you listen to this podcast that uh, that you're not just spinning your wheels on worldly things, that you really are in pursuit of Christ and His righteousness, that you are doing everything that you can to to pursue Him and His Word, study His Word, have prayers, lead your family in prayers, teaching your children and your grandchildren who God is. As we as a nation here, we we seem to be distancing ourselves further and further from truth. In fact, most people say uh, there is no truth. There is no absolute truth. And my question back to them is, is that true? And you ought to see the look on their face because you just you just got them. Okay, uh, thank you for listening. Again, make sure you hit that like button and follow us. We would certainly appreciate that. We have many people who actually do that. Uh, we try our very best every Saturday, early morning, Chicago time, Central time, uh, to uh, release our podcast weekly. And so I hope and pray that you look forward to next week's as well. Thank you again for listening. May God bless you, and may He have the glory.